the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, everybody. I am Mark Schneider, and I want to welcome you to today's episode 142 of Say What?, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including destructive teaching curriculums whose ideology is at war, whether you know it or not, against America's founding ideals and values. Well, if you've been listening to this broadcast for very long, you know that the mission at protect our kids is to educate as many concerned citizens and parents as we possibly can about the harms that are coming to our kids through what we call the triple threat. These are number one, sex and gender theory, number two, critical race theory, and number three, social and emotional learning. Now, if you've listened to the past two episodes. Uh, in the, the first episode, we covered what is sex and gender theory. Last week, I talked about what is critical race theory. Today, we're going to talk about the third element of this destructive trilogy, social-emotional learning, which is really a form of replacement parenting, but not in accord with the values that you may hold dear. But before we get started, I want to encourage you to once again visit our website um, because we have a great video that was done by my colleague, George Roska, um, who, by the way, obviously is not here today. He'll be returning next week uh, because George did an incredible uh, video on what is social and emotional learning. So this is something that you can send uh, to family members and uh, uh, friends of yours that uh, need to know this information. So please take the time to do that. Well, what is social and emotional learning? Um, we also have a very helpful brochure that you can download uh, that goes into detail about this topic. That's really a form of replacement parenting. That's a delivery vehicle for critical theory. And that's what social emotional learning really is. In fact, the, um, the authors of this, this pedagogy, uh, they have a, a famous wheel, and you will see this in a lot of SEL curriculums. And if you look at the wheel in the center, you have social emotional learning, and then there are spokes around the wheel, and there are five in particular, and they are as follows, self-awareness, self-management, responsible decision-making, relationship skills, and social awareness. Now, who wouldn't be for these things? I mean, these are all valuable skills, not for just children to have, but uh, adults uh, to be able to participate and be productive citizens in any society. But these skills have traditionally been taught and rightfully taught by parents and extended family members and other trusted adults. The schools may have a role in helping to... um, undergird these values, but they shouldn't be taking center stage. But in SEL, that's exactly what they do. If you look at the concentric circles on the wheel, 
Parents have a role, but they are in distant third place behind classrooms and school officials. Well, what is behind SEL? What is the mission of SEL? If you just look at the graphic, you would think that, oh, it's just helping our kids to become more productive citizens by having these life skills. Well, I, I hate to break it to you, but there's more to it than that. In fact, SEL was originally developed by a group called the Collaborative Association for Social Emotional Learning. And this came out of uh, Chicago. Uh, the organization is still based there. But uh, since its creation, progressives have just completely taken over the organization. And I'm going to read to you, based on their own literature, what the purpose of SEL is. Here it is. Is it to prepare our children to be protective citizens? Hardly. Here's the statement. The purpose is to mitigate the interrelated legacies of racial and class oppression in the United States and globally. Social-emotional learning seeks to, quote, critically examine the root causes of inequity and develop justice-oriented global citizens. Now, folks, that's a mission statement right out of critical theory in the Frankfurt School. You could have lifted it word for word. In fact, as SEL advocate Dina Simmons has put it, quote, What's the point of teaching children about conflict resolution skills if we're not talking about the conflicts that exist because of racism or white supremacy? So just understand that that's really what's behind the teaching of this pedagogy. It is a delivery vehicle um, for critical theory and wokeism. And you will not find a specific SEL curriculum. Uh, Kids aren't taught classes in SEL. It's woven throughout the teaching discipline. You'll find it sprinkled throughout different courses. Uh, these, These are different frameworks within the wheel. But underlying it all is to advance critical theory or the woke agenda. Uh, The other uh, really... uh, uh, terrible and concerning part of this is that California has completely bought into this. Um, In fact, California has made it uh, a cornerstone of California's education system. You can find that right on the California's Department of Education. So the goal, if you happen to live in this state, and that's where I'm from, is that it's going to be everywhere. But it's not just in California. SEL is rolling across the nation. What's another real concern about social and emotional learning? Well, it's also a vehicle uh, for data collection. In fact, surveys are normally giving out to kids in all ages, starting in grade school, about their inner life. How are they feeling emotionally? Who do they identify with in terms of their gender gender and, and sexual attraction? How's their family life? And this data is collected every year, whether parents know about it or not. Now, legally, in most states, parents are supposed to be given notification before these surveys are taken. And if you do get the notification, uh, by law, you are able to opt your kids out of these surveys, which I highly recommend that you do. Please take the time to go to our website 
and download uh, these opt-out forms with sites, chapter, and verse of the uh, applicable laws in your particular state um, that force school officials to remove your children before they're exposed to these surveys. But here's how this comes to be. In most cases, you know, children come home with their backpack and before they come home with school, the school will give them a notification that they're supposed to give to their parents. Or sometimes they'll put them in the mail. But how often do parents go through their kids' backpacks or how closely do they monitor what's coming in the mail? Such that rarely are parents even notified. They're they're not given constructive notice of what their kids are going to be exposed to. In the meantime, year after year, kids are taking these surveys, and the results of these surveys don't stay with just, just within the school system, as bad as that might be. No, they're given to third parties, like Panorama Education, who was started by the son-of-law of our nation's Attorney General, Merrick Garland. And this data is in turn supplied to the DEI departments and HR departments of many of our largest corporations. In fact, a survey was sent to these HR departments asking them, do you think it would be of value to have these SCL scores? Well, you know the answer. Of course, they said, yes, it would be very valuable because we want to make sure that we're employing future citizens that have completely bought in to critical theory or wokeism. We want to make sure that they're part of the collective. So, Ladies and gentlemen, this is happening real time. So please uh, take the time to explore SCL more in depth. You can go to our website, download download our brochure, review the video, and um, be, become more educated and pass these tools along uh, to your friends and family. So I hope that you've had the benefit of uh being with us for the last two episodes, including today. And if you haven't, I encourage you to go back and go to our website and listen to uh, episodes starting with 140, 142, and now 143, which offers a good summary of what we call the triple threat to our children in the public school system, which is pulling the strings and manipulating our children's mind. But at this point in today's program, uh, you might be wondering, well, what can I do? What actions can I take? Well, for one, you can become much more involved in your children's K-12 public education. Uh, You will need to become an activist. There's no other way to even begin to safeguard your child's emotional and philosophical well-being uh, unless you become an activist parent. That means going to school board meetings. That means knowing what your children are being taught. That means inspecting your child's curriculums. That means looking for and demanding that you get these notifications, maybe asking about them at the beginning of the year so that you can then affirmatively opt out of them. But there's another step that we at Protect Our Kids highly advise that parents take if you possibly can. And that is to remove your children from the public school system altogether. The public school system is the very definition of a government monopoly, which is the worst kind that there is. Many people who have studied this problem, including we at Protect Our Kids, 
have come to the conclusion that there's simply too many forces marshaled against our children to redeem the schools in time to protect your own kids who may still be there. I'm talking about woke activists and school officials, special interest groups that have infected the schools, like SECAS, which stands for Sex Ed and Information. Uh, well, their, their mantra is Sex Ed for Social Change. Uh, the Gay Straight Alliance, Planned Parenthood, the Human Rights Campaign, and many, many others. Then there's the unions, the National Education Association, the California Teachers Association, and, and its other state equivalents, the American Federation of Teachers. Then there's progressive state legislatures, and finally, leftist courts. In fact, there was a famous case that came out of the Ninth Circuit back in 2005, I believe, um, that's entitled Fields versus Palmdale School District. Uh, there in the Palmdale School District, a mother of a child there became very concerned when she saw that the school was teaching, was, was giving students child pornography in the form of cartoon books, which uh, she filed a lawsuit, lawsuit against, which eventually made its way up to uh, the appellate court at the Ninth Circuit. And the conclusion, the ruling that the Ninth Circuit gave which is still good law, by the way, uh, the ACLU and other activists, legal organizations regularly teach school officials that they don't have to worry about parents' involvement. Basically, the court said, we affirm that the Meyer-Pierce right of parents controlling the upbringing of their children, and that case goes back to 1925, does not extend beyond the threshold of the school door. In other words, parents, When you drop your kids off at the public school campus, your rights to control the upbringing of your child's education effectively end, with few exceptions. Worse, activist teachers are very well aware of this case, but increasing numbers are willing to defy the laws that do exist to protect parents. The National Education Association is the world's largest professional employee employee association. It has 3 million members and a budget of over $500 million a year, and they are actively working to recruit and make sure that uh, there are activist school boards and activist teachers. In fact, they had a business item number 39, which committed the organization to critique things like cis-heteropatriarchy, white supremacy, capitalism, ableism, anthropocentrism, and other forms of what they called power and oppression. And we oppose, they said, attempts to ban critical race theory and the 1619 Project. In fact, at their 2019 convention, it featured a drag show. Similarly, the American Federation of Teachers is not on the side of parents. They are committing a $5 million legal fund to defend their members against being accused of breaking the law. And many are willing to do just that. And besides the radicalized curriculums and unions, there are an assortment of powerful special interest organizations that are creating a campus of indoctrination in schools across the country. I've already mentioned the Sexual Education and Information uh, Council of the United States, SECAS. There's Planned Parenthood, the Human Rights Campaign, 
But there's also the Transgender Law Center that has formed an alliance with uh, the Gay Straight Alliance to put up posters in our K-12 education system promulgating what they call truth, a nine-point platform. I'm just going to read you a few of the points on this platform that they are advocating. We call for the abolition of the police, ICE, borders, and the judicial system. We call for an end to the cisgender heterosexuality patriarchy. We call for a decolonization and reparations of all indigenous peoples. We call for an end to global white supremacy. And we invite our comrades, accomplices, and allies to join us. And these are just a few of the nine platform positions. These posters are going up in campuses across the country. At Protect Our Kids, we've also collected myriads of examples of teachers hiding their woke activism from parents. Just two examples. In Colorado's woke school, uh, teachers there were secretly grooming kids to join gay-straight alliance clubs in complete uh, denial of a parent's wishes. In San Francisco, teachers were laughing about and hiding from parents the fact that they were referring to children by their preferred um, pronouns. Again, an example in, in uh, abject denial of the parents' wishes. Well, you need to ask yourself, what message is being sent to children in the public schools where bathrooms are effectively co-ed, where the boys' bathrooms have menstrual product dispensers, where every month of the school year there is an event to celebrate the LGBTQ lifestyle? UCLA did a study recently that found that one in four age children express their gender, express a gender identity different from their biology. What Abigail Schreier calls in her book, Irreversible Damage, a social contagion. And it is that. Teen girls are especially susceptible to this peer pressure. In fact, many of them uh, start seeking out and are encouraged by school officials to get on puberty blockers, which have left, which have left uh, long enough, ultimately leads to cross-sex hormones and finally uh, sterilization through sex reassignment surgery. In fact, there were, in 2007, there was one gender reassignment clinic in all of the United States. Today, there are well over 300 and counting. By contrast, children with gender dysphoria who are allowed to experience natural puberty will come to accept their biological sex in adulthood by a ratio of 61 to 98%. So if kids are just left alone to figure this out for themselves, they're going to be fine. But it still begs the question, are our public schools redeemable? Perhaps. That's what Protect Our Kids and other like-minded organizations are trying to do. But in reality, this is going to be a decades-long proposition. And your kids will not be saved from this terrible indoctrination in the short term. All to say, there is an array of governmental, medical, and activist organizations all working in concert to indoctrinate and corrupt our 
kids. As the authors Mary Rice Hassan and Teresa Farnan were forced to include, conclude in their book, Get Out Now, I'm going to read their quote. The public schools, with their vast political and bureaucratic machinery, are beyond reform. Now, this does not mean that persons of goodwill should not offer themselves up as missionaries of truth and goodness and beauty to teach there, but we would be quite mad to send our children there. We send missionaries to cannibals. We do not serve cannibals, our boys and girls. I say amen to that. And parents, you do have options. I know it may be financially sacrificial, but if we're not willing to sacrifice for our children, the question is, what are we willing to sacrifice for? Homeschooling, obviously, is is one of those examples, uh, uh, an alternative to public school education, and one that increasing numbers of Americans are taking advantage of. In fact, nationally, the proportion of families homeschooling at least one child grew from 5% in the spring of 2020 to 11% in the fall of 2021, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Even more encouraging is the number of black families choosing to homeschool during that same period. It rose from 3.3% to over 16%. It's incredible. Here in California, since 2014, California's K-12 through public schools have lost nearly 300,000 children to homeschooling, which is a wonderful trend, and we can only hope that it continue to increase because this puts pressure on the public schools to redeem themselves. Most of their income, at least from the local school agency, is directly derived from how many students they have in the system. So the fewer students they have, the more pressure on them to actually reform to satisfy the desires of concerned parents. But of course, another alternative to public education is private schooling. And it can be expensive. Uh, at Protect Our Kids, we fully recognize that. That is why we are encouraging as many pastors um, who have unused space in their church facilities to strongly consider starting a church-based private school. And we have tools to help them do just that. In fact, our most recently produced publication is called The Church, Church's Calling in Education, How to Start a Private School. It's a 20-page booklet that will actually walk you through the steps on how to start a private school, from figuring out what kind of private school you start to how many students you can actually afford to host, to the laws on accreditation. So please take the time to go to our website and download that uh, digitally available brochure. You can also order it directly from us in, uh, in printed copy. We encourage uh, biblically-based schools to teach from a biblical worldview. Uh, And the biblical worldview has derivative values. This may surprise you, like the nuclear family, ordered liberty, free enterprise economics, and equality under law. All of these wonderful values that have been practiced in, in America for most of our history come directly from the biblical or Judeo-Christian worldview. I can guarantee you it does not come from critical theory or the ideology that underlies the triple threat. And if we keep going in the direction we are, all our futures are going to be at risk. 
So please take the time to educate yourselves on the triple threat, what it means, not just for your children, but for society general. Well, thank you for being with me. Thank you for listening. And I encourage you to come back next week for another episode of Say What? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 